Welcome back to episode 57 of Anime Deep Dive, the podcast that does in-depth reviews of different anime series. Due to the extent in which plot points will be discussed, a spoiler warning will now be in effect. This is a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen a series and are only looking for a recommendation, there will be a timestamp in the episode description you can skip to called Final Thoughts. This section will be spoiler-free where I give my overall opinion on a series and whether or not I think it's worth your time to watch it. So now that that's out of the way, let's deep dive into Izakai Cheat Magician. Released in 2019 by Studio Encourage Films, it has 12 episodes and comes in both sub and dub. As I've mentioned previously, if a series looks like a throwaway, I'll just watch it in dub. While on the way to school, Taichi is targeted by a magic summoning circle. It transports him along with his best friend Reen to another world where they are immediately put into harm's way. After getting their bearings, Taichi and Reen are taken in by a mage to instruct them in the ways of magic as they both have a high aptitude for it. Taichi will be the deciding factor in an upcoming war and needs to master his powers in order to protect the people he cares for. Taichi is a natural hero, just look at how he saved Rin from that bicycle, what an act of bravery. I mean seriously, the show could have at least made it a motorcycle or something with the potential to be damaging. Luckily he is redeemed moments later, saving her from a demon unicorn. Taichi adjusted to being an adventurer rather unbelievably, he murders a wolf with a dagger and doesn't flinch about it. Taichi's adventurer clothes are whack, it's just a button-up and a vest. While his dagger is cool, the sword choreography was nothing special in this series. When it came to his physical enhancement powers, it was fine. But all the numbers associated with magic strength and capacity in addition to Taichi calibrating his attacks were just dumb. I wouldn't pay attention half the time he would contemplate what amount of power to use. It goes back to don't tell me, just show me how strong a character is. I don't need to know if he's putting level 10 or level 15 into his punch. Luckily the show isn't just all overpowered magic, Taichi is actually pretty clever. He discovered the man who was bringing monsters into the orchard through a handshake and set up the sting operation on the person who snuck into Reen's room at the palace to execute her. Taichi reminds me of Kazuma from Konosuba, he has no issues when it comes to gender equality. He recognized the assassins are women, so I thought he'd let Reen handle it, but instead he actively steps in front of her and starts piecing up all the girls. He even blasts Anna with a straight punch to the face while she was down. Reen is a real friend, she was pushed to safety out of the magic circle's range but chose to jump back in for Taichi. This actually gave me something to think about. In most Izakai, the main character gets tossed in alone, yet they thrive. Subaru from ReZero comes to mind, he just got put in a world and adapted immediately. In reality, that would be a very daunting situation to face alone, so having a friend summoned with you would be a great help. Now for me from the Rising of the Shield hero, he was summoned along with other heroes, but he is kind of alone in the experience, they're not really his friends. That was made pretty clear in the first episode, but imagine the difference it would have made if Nafumi had a reen with him from the start. Someone who knew his true character and stood with him from the beginning. Reen has been chosen by all four spirits, so she's capable of using fire, water, earth, and wind. Reen was able to use the knowledge from her homeworld to help her here. Reen using science to master magic quickly was not only interesting, but a pretty cool way to utilize spells. If you want your fire to burn brighter, imagine its reaction with gasoline. Reen was no helpless weakling. When Taichi was busy underground fighting goblins, she bossed up and used the old scientific mind to create a huge bomb. Now as whack as Taichi's outfit was, Reen takes the cake, another button-up with the corniest looking cape. And her bottoms look like climbing shorts. Her first staff is like a deformed hockey stick. I don't see why she uses staffs anyway. She's shown to be more than capable of producing lightning and other attacks from her hands. Reen's best moment is after she went ham on the army attacking the town. She falls to her knees and says she wished she told Taichi she appreciated him when he saved her. 
Then the old dog shows up and says, I'm all ears now to hear your thank you. That was probably my favorite moment of this series. I didn't know what to make of Ariel the Wind Spirit. She seemed sweet while helping Taichi with the extra encouragement to pull his magic in his right hand. Then she switched to sounding like a ghost girl out of a horror movie when speaking to him at Lamia's house. Ariel was a cool companion, I just didn't see the point at at the very end her being like, Ariel isn't my true name. She didn't really change in appearance or personality, she just becomes a little less childlike. It just seemed really dumb to have her pretending to be a weaker spirit. Maybe this would have worked if she had faked being a cat familiar then revealed herself as a spirit. Just going from a regular spirit to a great spirit had no impact on me. Mage of Fallen Leaves has to be the least intimidating title I've ever heard. Lamia is the trainer of Taichi who instructs him on how to control and produce magic. When she answered her door in lingerie then agreed to put on clothes as she had guests, I didn't see the point. Her outfit covered the same amount as her bra did. What pissed me off is how the long-haired villain and everyone bigs up how powerful Lamia is but we never see her do anything special. Reen and Mueller are dirty and exhausted on the battlefield when Lamia looks like she hasn't helped at all. She has not a mark on her and is breathing fine. We saw her burn a couple of enemies but Taichi had to save the day when taking on the big bosses. In the final battle she produces a technique on the fly to take out her mage opponent but as I will discuss later this was a random bad guy who the viewer doesn't even know their strength or abilities. How impressed can I be when this mage could have been some run of the mill goon? Then when the idiot is bleeding out about to die he decides Lamia is so powerful he never had a chance. By him saying that, it just makes her wiping him off the earth have no meaning. It's not an accomplishment when the guy admits, I never had a chance against you. Mueller is known as the Golden Fencer. She takes charge of Reen's training. Her appearance is a hybrid of Asuna and Leafa's avatars in Alfheim Online. Mueller was a low-key monster in battle, and just because the show made their blood purple, it didn't take away from the fact she butchered those boar monsters in the orchard. In regards to her gear, both Mueller and Taichi did the same thing, which confused me. Taichi uses a dagger then switches to a sword when offered treasure from the king. Mueller does the opposite, she utilized a sword in every battle then at the end switched to using a dagger. I just thought it was weird to switch a weapon type so late in the season. Reen at least upgraded her hockey stick to a proper staff. When it came to Reen and Taichi, I never got romantic vibes from them which was nice. Usually anime have some forced romance between childhood friends. Since there was no love interest vibes, it left the door wide open for Mueller to make a move on Reen. She had been crushing on her towards the end of the season, but Mueller never did make a move, not that I blame her because while Reen shows no interest in Taichi, she never gave any indication she was attracted to females either. While I had no issue with Mueller liking Reen, I didn't understand the point of it. The relationship was never explored and if it was a setup to carry over to another season, good luck with that. I doubt this series will ever see a second season. With that being said, let me get to the reasons why I feel this show is lame. Right off the bat this series opener put me off. It started in the middle of a battle where the main characters are just going off with pulsation, fire, and wind magic. The enemy soldiers come right out and say they have no chance. Taichi is just too powerful of an adversary to beat. This destroyed the first half of the season. Any training or effort put into developing powers and sword skills are wasted because I already know each of these people are going to be overpowered savages. As for the ending when we finally return to it, we get zombie soldiers, like how original. It was the same as in Another World with my smartphone which shared more than a few bad qualities with Cheat Magician. Another huge problem with 12 episode series is they usually have obscure villains whose plans are stupid or uninteresting. I couldn't even be bothered to learn the villains names. The girl who fought both Reen and Mueller just seems like she doesn't even like the side she's on. 
The one-armed Goomba let his Crimson Pack monster do all the fighting for him, and then when he actually went head out with Taichi in a duel, all I could think was sell from Dragon Ball Z a bridge, behold the power of two hands. After this duel, Taichi earns both of their respect, placing them out of the villain category. Next up, the twin Earth Mage girls get turned to the good side in less than half an episode. Even the Duke who goes against the king just doesn't agree with how his brother is choosing to rule. And at least half of the population agrees with him it's a fairly even split civil war. In the final battle, all our main characters get their own mini-boss who we haven't seen the entire show. Nothing's been mentioned about their powers aside from them telling us. I said it earlier, and I'll say it again. Don't tell me how powerful someone is, just show me. Reen's barbarian opponent actually says I'm a heavy-duty warrior with an adventurer rank of A. Like seriously, could the show not think of a way to show her skills rather than her blurred out stats? As for the voice acting in this series, I knew what I signed up for when I chose to watch Dub. Instead of complaining about each individual actor, I'll just go through some of the worst delivered lines. Episode 1, the princess's attendant is stabbed as she finished her magic circle. She says in the most unconcerned tone, Who are you? Stop there. Why have you done this? You could get more emotion out of a sociopath. When Taichi is taken over by pain in the wind spirit form in the orchard, he softly tells the two goose running away he will track them down. But he says it like, I will find you. Lamia is supposed to be shocked when Taichi informs her Ariel contacted him. The character stands up and slams the table, yet her voice had no excitement. Taichi's scream when Anna dies, I mean come on, add some volume and strain to it. When Taichi talks to the Duke about a surrender and he refuses, Ariel goes, Why would you do that? I do not understand. It sounded terrible. This is the last one that I will mention, but during the king's speech about going to war with his brother, he requests a cheer from the knights. Instead of multiple voices at different temperaments, it's one sole voice with a tiny echo effect on it. It sounded like out of a thousand soldiers, only one answered the call. But then moments later, they do an additional cheer with multiple voices, so it's like, why didn't you just do that for both? As for the visuals, there were some wonky looking running animations, but the fire in this series looked extremely well done. It was odd to see basic things like walking on grass look horrible, but the complex flow of a flame appeared top notch. This series repeatedly used the same animation sequence in different scenes, it was super obvious especially in the fight at the orchard. In the bigger fights, the monsters were drawn terribly, it looked like they were sketched in last minute. There were inconsistencies as well, in one episode Taichi's clothes and face are covered in purple goblin blood, then in the next episode the bloodstains were changed to red. In the final scene, a backshot of Reen shows her wearing only the hooded section of her cloak, then it switched to a front view and the entire cape is put back there out of nowhere. Nitpicks. In the opening battle, some background soldiers are completely immobile while others are simply waving their spears in the air, not fighting at all. A monster is a monster, but I believe in being somewhat humane. The adventurers in the first episode burn the obsidian horse while it's still alive. The knockoff egg eel in the first party the main cast encountered had two metal shoulder pads but nothing else. What's the point of covering your shoulders when the chest, stomach, neck, and head are all bare and exposed? If I had the power to destroy nations like Taichi, I wouldn't be shoveling poop to increase my stats. I'd go straight to blowing things up. Every time someone had the upper hand in battle and the opportunity to land a deathly strike, they'd switch from a sword to a punch or a kick. The royal family is whack, the king looks 40, yet his younger brother looks 60. The duke is an idiot, he's like, damn, my brother's getting these powerful magicians on his side, how can I deter them from joining his cause? I know, I'll try to kill them with a single arrow. 
In what world are you going to kill a magic user with one single arrow, and he just pushed them to join his brother's side? Why would the royal forces have Taichi use wind magic to create a trench in front of the enemy? Wouldn't earth magic be much easier? Best Girl Waifu and Harem Best Girl is Anna, the reformed assassin who after getting worked by Taichi decides she's going to quit the game and follow him around. Anna looked way cooler in her stealth gear, beating up people in a dress just shy of a ball gown is far-fetched. Speaking of things that are out there, shout out to the series for using a video game tactic that should never work but is still put in all of them. Anna and Taichi throw a rock down a hallway distracting the guards while they attack them. Firstly, why would a rock roll down a corridor inside a building? Secondly, why would such a small noise hold both guards' attention for so long? I totally didn't remember Anna died, but when it happened, I didn't feel anything. She was like in three episodes, but out of all the girls in this series, she had the most potential of being a love interest for Taichi. Final thoughts. Izukai Cheat Magician is what you'd come to expect from a throwaway series. Overpowered characters with no real direction or purpose. Poorly set up villains and the dialogue in the dub at least was rough on more than one occasion. I'd never recommend this series to anyone, there are much better options to choose from. Alright, that's going to be it for this week's review, hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.